Welcome to Mending Nets and Fishing for Saints podcast. Today we have a special podcast, a special episode that we want to bring to you. Uh, It's been on our minds to kind of give our testimony, me and my wife. So here at the microphone with me is my wife, Felicia Baker. Hello, guys. So we're just going to get right into it. You know, I can remember when I was little, my family had went to church as far back as I can remember. My uncles was preachers. My great uncle pastored the church that I went to. And I could remember them preaching, you know. And I, I remember as a small kid going down to the altar, kneeling and praying. And uh, it really, as a teenager, I, I really felt like I got saved, but I really wasn't saved. Matter of fact, whenever I, I left church, you know, and went to go to school that next Monday, uh, I told God, I said, God, it's too hard to live for you right now. I said, whenever I get out of school, I said, then I'll live for you. You know, but truth being told, whenever I got out of school, I didn't live for God. I ran from God. I I, I ran as far as I could, and, and and really, it was it was God that sought me out. You know, He He could have cast me off and said, you know what, you don't want me, then I I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you away. But instead, He didn't. You know, He pursued after me, and even as as bad as I was, you know, and as wicked as I was, He still loved me. The word says that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We're the reason he died. He come to save us. You know, and, and man, I, I'm so grateful that God saved us, that he opened our our eyes, you know, to where we could see, because that's, that's really the truth. We was blinded. Mm-hmm. Just like the Apostle Paul, he, he was blind, you know, and not just blinded on the road to Damascus, but even before he was blinded in his physical eyes, he was really blind. He couldn't see really what he was doing. He thought he was doing right, but he was he was doing wrong. You know, for me, the difference is I knew I was wrong, you know, but yet uh, I, I ran from God anyways. And it was sometime after we got married before I finally even got saved. I mean, I can remember times, you know, when we was married, I would drink, you know, and I, th- I thought I was having a good time. And me and you, we, we would fight a lot, wouldn't yep, we? Sure would. You know, and we, we went through a lot. How many times did you leave and just go to your mom's? How many times did you kick me out and I had to go to my mom's? <laughs> well, more than I can count. You know, and I, I can remember my grandpa. I remember, you know, I can remember us just dating and us, you know, having even fights even while we was just dating. Yes. And I, I, I remember your mom bringing you up to speak to my grandpa. And I guess y'all was looking for me, but he was there. So he's the ear that it kind of <laughs> fell upon, you know. But he took me to the side afterwards and told me, he says, he said, boy, he said, you need to take care of that girl. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> truthfully, I, I'm very grateful for that conversation. I'm very grateful for, for what he, he told me, you know, I, I, I'm glad that your mom, you know, brought you up there. You yeah. know, I, I'm grateful for us to still be together. Yes. But it was sometimes after we got married still before I finally got saved. I both mean, of us. Both of us. Yes. You know, like 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 we said, you know, we had a lot of fights. Very you know, much. We, a lot of turmoil. Yeah, there was there was a lot of selfishness on both sides. You know, I was Absolutely. I was very selfish. You know, and I wanted things my way. And I wanted them my way. And uh, you know, and until until we learn to love God, I don't believe you can ever really have that true love. No, you know, you have to absolutely surrender your whole heart and your whole self and your whole body to something much bigger than you are. You know, and, and honestly, I, 
I don't believe that I could ever love you as much as I do now if if it wasn't for God. Mm-hmm. See, I, God, whenever I begin to uh, to love Him, mm-hmm. my love for you grew. You know, and that's that's really what I found. You know, we was blessed enough to live right down the road from one of my uncles. My mm-hmm. uncle and my aunt, they lived right down the road. My uncle Ricky. And he would come over and he would invite us to church, you know, quite often, you know. And, yeah. and, and, and he, matter of fact, got me into playing the guitar. And he would invite me over to his house and we'd play guitar. And, and really, that sometimes that's where a lot of our fights come in. Exactly. <laughs> Because I would go off to play guitar and you wasn't happy about it. Because I was in the selfish mode of you're not spending time with me. Why aren't you with me? You should be with me. Why are you with everybody else? But, uh, you know, oh, Uncle Ricky, he would, he'd be, during this time of me playing the guitar, he'd be sneaking in a little bit of word. He'd be telling me, he said, won't you come go to church? And I said, oh, I don't need to come to church. You know, <laughs> that's the least of my worries. I don't need to come to church. And, and one day I decided to go. Mm-hmm. you know and uh i went and, and i thought oh it ain't too bad and we went back and we went again and, and then i was praying one day and i really felt like god told me he said if you just continue to come he said i will save you now i'm going to tell you god i believe god saves people in different ways and this really is the way he saved me he told me just to continue to come mm-hmm. and uh i continued to go and then really i felt him really pull into my heart and one day I had to go down to the altar and I, I give my heart to him. And uh, I remember uh, shortly after that, I was I was fairly new, you know, a fairly new Christian. I needed a job. I was seeking a job and, and I was praying. I said, man, Lord, I, I'd worked in, you know, in the oil field. And I, I knew the way the, the pulling units was. There's a lot of drugs that goes on that a lot of people don't see, you know, but and it's it's really not a very good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It really ain't. And I, I remember praying, and I said, God, I said, I'm going to go down to this company, and I said, and I, I'm, I'm going to try to get on one of these uh, these crews, and I'm just going to work off the bench, that, meaning if somebody don't show up, I'll take their place, and I'll go out. I remember praying, and I said, God, I said, uh, if you will only allow me to go out and work with, uh, with my Uncle David. My Uncle David worked at this company, and... Uh, I'd worked for him before, you know, but I was a totally different person whenever I'd worked for him before. I, I wasn't saved. But I'd prayed. I said, God, if you'll let me go out on this crew, God, because I, I know that he don't do drugs and, and he won't allow it, you know, on, on his rig. And, and Lord, I, I just need that atmosphere. You know, and I got up there to that office that morning and, you know, my Uncle David came in and I remember him going and, and telling the, the rig pusher at the time, he said that uh, Jeremy had not showed up, and his son Jeremy worked for him at the time, and uh, he needed a hand. So uh, the pusher looked over, and he says, well, there's Jason. He says, take Jason with you. And I, I said, man, thank you, God. So I went out, and I worked for him that day, and that night I come home, and I, I remember praying again, you know, and I, I went back that next morning, you know, not knowing what crew I was going to go out on, but I prayed the same prayer. I said, God, I said, Lord, let let me be able to go back out on that crew. So let me let me be able to go back out with David again. And I get there that morning, and I remember David come in again, and, and once again he says, Well, Jeremy's still not here. So there I was. He said, Well, take Jason. So I went back out on that same crew again, you know, and, and 
I was very grateful. God, God blessed me, you know, to be able to go on that crew. And this went on, I think, three or four days, maybe a week. And I kept praying the same prayer every time I'd go up there. And I, I kept ha- getting to go out on this crew. And finally, I began to pray. And I said, God, I said, uh, I said, would you have David offer me a job on his rig, Lord? And I really began to pray this prayer. I said, Lord, I need a steady job. You know, I, we have, me and my wife, we was, we had a kid at the mm-hmm. time, you know, our oldest son now. Yep. He was a, he was a baby. And uh, I said, man, Lord, I really need a steady job. And I began to pray that God would leave me on that crew and have, have David ask me for this job. And that afternoon, whenever uh, we got off of work, you know, David caught me and he told me and he said, Jason, he said, to be honest with you, he said, I usually don't hire people that's quit me before. He said, but I need a hand. He says, do you want a job? And man, I tell you, I said, thank you, God. <laughs> you know, every time I've asked God for something, God has come through. Yeah. You know, he really has. He's He's brought us through a lot of things, you know, and, and my life really began to change there because mm-hmm. I began to go out on this rig and we would do a lot of uh, jobs like we would, we would be swabbing or something like that. And there'd be a lot of times where we would just have some free time, you know, and I'd walk off into the woods and I honestly, I'd, I'd find me a spot and I'd kneel down and I'd pray. I was really seeking God. I would bring my Bible and I'd sit in the doghouse and I would read my Bible. You know, I can remember one time a company man pulled up and uh, we was all, at this time, the whole crew was sitting in the doghouse, and we was discussing a Bible verse. I, <laughs> I had a Bible in my hand, and each of us was sitting there just kind of discussing it. And this company man walked up, and he was just blown away. He was shocked. He said, you know, he said, I've walked up on a lot of things done out here in the oil field. He says, but man, I don't <laughs> think I've ever walked up on a Bible study. <laughs> you know, but it really is a wonderful thing when God changes you mm-hmm. you totally change yeah you know and truthfully it wasn't very long after this point when whenever you got saved no it wasn't too long after that you know I remember as a kid I, my parents didn't really go to church but I did have an elderly lady Miss Emily Carroll she would come and pick me up um, and she would bring me to church but I wasn't really going to church to actually listen and and learn of God it was just a more hang out with friends type thing go be sociable, not really using <laughs> church, what church was for. So my childhood was not brought up in church. So whenever we started going to church, whenever we were married, after we were married, I didn't really know how to react to church. I didn't really know what prayer was for, how, you know, how to pray. I didn't even realize, you know, that God was for me, you know, to save me. He wanted me didn't really comprehend that type of thing. So fighting with my husband was kind of a normal, I guess you could say, because that's kind of how our relationship started off. Wasn't really a bad thing at that time, I don't guess. Definitely wasn't a good thing. I know that for sure, but it didn't really hit me until I started noticing these little, little bits and pieces here and there that, well, Jason's not really we're not really fighting as much and you know, he's hugging me more and we're not really slamming doors and, you know, just walking away from each other just cause we're mad. But I started noticing these little hints here and there of love and kindness and 
he was sitting quietly more and I would always think, well, what's he thinking? Why is he being so quiet? <laughs> but then there would be moments of him starting to show verses to me. And, you know, we did start going to church more. And, and even when we started going to church, it was kind of just to go. You know, I was still not really used to, I didn't know how to do church. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of the problem with a lot of people that aren't raised in church that, you know, they don't really understand you don't have to act a certain way in church god brings it out in you oh yeah he really does when he touches you you become a whole different person it doesn't matter if you're raised in church never been to church raised in the woods it doesn't matter the world sees church people and they say well you got to act a certain way that's right but when god gets a hold of you there's not a certain set path that you have to be um so i didn't i didn't really know how to be a church person you know like jason just said the world kind of sees a, a certain version of that and i just thought that's what i had to be but like i said once i started noticing my husband planting that mustard seed in you know in my household because by then we had our daughter mm -hmm. so we yep. had our, our son and born. our daughter um and at that time you know, emotions are still kind of high because we're still kind of bickering, not as much, but still a little bit. So, you know, when you start noticing things in your husband, because you're with him every day, things kind of change in yourself emotionally also. You kind of want to know, well, if he's happier, why can't I be happy? <laughs> you know, we're in the same marriage. What's going on with him? So once you start noticing that your spouse is acting different, you kind of kind of you know if you love them love them and i love my husband i wanted to kind of have the same thing that he had so you're just kind of watching and, and you know and, and noticing things that were changing in you kind of set off a little spark in me i remember um we were at church one day and we were praying up front i don't even remember who we were praying for but I just start crying and I'm crying and crying and crying. I don't even know why I started crying. And actually uncle David's wife, aunt Pat, <laughs> I love that lady. She turned to me and she said, sister, what do you want? What do you want? And I just didn't know what to say. And then she asked me, she said, what does he want? What does he want? And I opened my eyes and I raised my hands and I said, he wants me. And that was the moment I, I just knew I was Christ. <laughs> I, would, I belonged to God. And from then on, it hasn't been the same. Our fights are minimalized. Our, our love towards each other has grown stronger every day. And I don't even remember when it actually just happened that way. Our fights just quit. It was just like a whole yeah, new, he, a whole new marriage. It gave us a totally new desire. He I mean, did. Our, our desire began, began to be towards him. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't, well, I want this way. I want that way. It wasn't like that anymore. It was, how is my husband, you know, what is he, how is he doing today? What is, what does he want? And, and the same with my husband, you know, he was thinking more of, yeah, what, what does God want know? us to do? You know, and I, yeah. I begin to think, think about you, Yeah. you know, and, and I, we begin to pray more. And, yes, and, we did. 
the love just <laughs> started abundantly flowing towards each other and it just hasn't been the same since and truthfully there's there's really no words to it i, I mean a, a, until you know you know if you know the power that, that that god has done you know where god has brought you from mm -hmm. and you realize that where god has set you up you just don't understand yeah exactly you know? you're blind to it and you, you think, man, it's all just kind of foolishness to me. What are they even talking about? <laughs> yeah. I do know that, that the marriage that we had and the marriage we have now, it would not have lasted if we wouldn't have given our lives to Christ. If he was not the center of it, I don't honestly think we'd still be together. I, absolutely. I, yeah, don't. I, I agree with that 100%. If it wasn't for Jesus, mm -hmm. you know, man, uh, where would we be? That's right. Yeah. You know, I don't believe we'd still be together if it wasn't for Jesus, though. That's right, yeah. You know, he held us together. Yep. You know, and like you said, our love has grew stronger because of him. Mm -hmm. But in, until we, until he taught us how to love, we couldn't love each other. Yes. But we also had to learn how to appreciate ourselves, too. Oh, yeah. That we were, were better than what the devil was trying to make us think we were. Yes, that's right. You know, because I have... A, problem thinking that I was just not good enough. Yeah, and you know that that don't mean we still don't have problems today. I mean Oh yeah. We still we we face that was man that was 18 years ago or better. Yeah. You know, and we still we face a lot of things even today. But now we know who to turn to. Now we yeah. know that we are made in yeah, the image exactly. of Christ and we are worth yeah, something. When, when we do face these problems, like you said, we know where to go. Yep. You know, we go to God, and a lot of times we'll we'll come together. And sometimes, yes. many times, I'll I'll be having problems with myself, and you'll come beside me, and you'll begin to pray for me because that's what we're uh, meant to do. And yes. after after Christ came and saved us, we we realized that. Yeah. If my husband is hurting, that hurts me. If I'm fighting with my husband, I'm fighting with myself because we are one when we came together in marriage. So if I'm fighting against you, I'm fighting against myself. And I don't like that feeling. <laughs> I don't like thinking that I'm at war with something that Christ made. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he joined us together. That's right. You know, and I, I'm very grateful for our marriage. I, I truly am. You know, I... But there's a lot of a lot of things that happened, too, even before we got married. You know, your grandpa, my mom and dad, you know, if they, even though they, they, didn't go to church they knew that us living together was not good before marriage oh yeah absolutely you know I mean, i've i've told you several times your mom done us the biggest favor yeah. you know of our lives but it was god at work yeah you know she come to us we was we had we had moved in together and i don't think we was living together a week and then she showed up mm -hmm. at our house and said listen i can't in my in good conscience let y'all live together unless y'all yes. get married you know, and, and truly, she really did. She gave us probably the best gift that we could have ever, ever gotten. <laughs> you know, so that that just kind of kind of pushed us on. We said, all right, then we'll just get married. Yep. And that's what we've done. And I, I, I don't think it was two weeks after that and we was married. Yep. You know, we, we went and I'm not even sure how it all even got planned. I just... <laughs> I just know that we was getting married. One one moment I said, "Yeah, we'd go ahead and get married." Next moment we're standing in the church saying, just "I do." A bunch do. of dumb kids <laughs> saying, "I do." Yeah. And I tell you what, that we got a picture in there, and you can see just how young we was. We both look you know, like deer in headlights. Yeah. I didn't even put my arm around you. I just had my arm. I look scared to death. <laughs>
<laughs> but praise God that God God brought us through all them years ago. He He's still seen us, you know, and He He knew exactly what He was doing. Yes. You know what what it looked like. You know it looks like happenstance, or you know, or uh, what would you call it? Just mere luck yeah. or something. You think it just happened, but really God has orchestrated this thing from the very beginning. I believe yeah. that with my whole heart. But a lot of a lot of marriages are that way also. You yeah. know, they go through rough patches and once God get a hold you know, gets a hold of it, there's yeah. no going back. You gotta realize that when God blesses it, when God puts something together, it's it's gonna be really, really hard for he's gonna try. But it's going to be really hard for Satan to take it apart. You know, I think the key to uh, is to staying together is what what we mentioned a while ago is is how whenever I'm having issues, you come along beside me and you begin to pray for me because because that's us being one. Yeah, and then whenever whenever you're having problems, yes. you know, they're, they're, I'll come beside you and I I'll grab your hand. Well, oftentimes we'll hold hands and we'll begin yeah. to pray. Yeah, you know. Because and, you are my helpmate. And that's what's, I think that's been one of the big things that's held us together mm -hmm. all these years is, is through our prayer, not not through us. We're not boasting on ourselves. We're boasting up on Jesus. Jesus has done exactly. this for us. You know, and, and whenever we, we come together in prayer, we're praying to him. And he has answered our prayers. You know, More he, than we probably deserve. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. You know, he, he truly has. He's He's been there for us uh, above and beyond. Yep, through you know. miscarriage and fightings yep. and teenagers. Yeah. He's still here. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's still working in our lives. And I, I've got no doubt that he's going to continue to work. And I, I don't have any illusions that we're not going to have any problems, you know, oh, in, yeah. later in life. I'm sure, you know, they, things come and they go. Mm -hmm. But the, the one thing I know is God is for us yes. and he is not against us. That's right. You know, God joined us together. And the word says that what God joins together, let not man put asunder. Exactly. You know, so so I, I think we're going to make it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but we wanted to, to give our testimonies to hopefully yes. give other couples, you know, who are having hard times, who think that there's no end in sight. Don't just give up on your marriage. Seek God. Make sure that He is above and you know beyond your marriage. Because if you don't have Christ in the middle of you two, then there's no possible way for you to make it. Yes, God has absolutely. to be first and foremost above all. And once you start seeking Christ, everything else just kind of works itself yeah, it's out. It's amazing how it just falls into place yep. after that, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you think everything's just going on, and man, we're not having hardly the problems that we used to have. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wonder and why. You kind of look back on those days and you're like, what kind of silliness were we doing? What was that? <laughs> we don't even remember what 99% of those fights yep. were for. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember what that's for. You've been mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> so you weren't spending enough time with me. <laughs> oh, you know, but I tell you what, we, we are... We really are grateful to to be married. We 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 love each other, but we're even more grateful that God has saved us. You know, God has brought us from. Uh, you know, a sister Pat always says God has brought us out of the miry clay. That's exactly what God has done for us. He has lifted us up out of the garbage heap, out of the trash, and He has planted our feet up on the solid ground. And He's still molding yeah, us. Yeah, up on the, that solid foundation, man. And, I'm just so grateful what God is doing, what what He's doing for our lives, what He's doing for our children, you know. Mm -hmm. And I I look for many many more years together, you know, worshiping God together in yes. unity, you know. 
So, you know, I thank y'all for listening to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it, and I, I hope that you've been encouraged with this word that you've heard, you know, that you've heard today. And uh, I pray that uh, that if you do have problems, you know, with your marriage or whatever's going on, that that you can you can look to God. You can begin to pray if you're a couple that you can begin to pray together. Mm-hmm. You know, join hands and and begin to pray together earnestly, truthfully. You know, seek God, and I promise He will meet you there. And even if even if you're the one that starts off praying, do not get discouraged. Yes, because absolutely. you might be planting a seed in your spouse. I mean, you don't have to be saved at the same time to have a, a good right. marriage. Yeah, we weren't saved at the same time. Mm-hmm. You planted a seed. But I know other people, the women have planted the seed. It, it just depends on who pulls yeah, the door open first for God to walk in. It's amazing how God works these things it out. It is. You know, you know, I thank you for listening to Mending Nets and Fishing for Saints podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If if you've enjoyed it and it's really helped you, would you share it with somebody you really love? Maybe share it with a family member and uh, let's uh, spread you know, the hope of Jesus Christ together. I'm going to ask my wife, would would you say a prayer for us real fast? Father God, we thank you for the abundance of love that you have just showered upon all of us. We thank you, Father God, for the many blessings, the beautiful trees that are blooming or, you know, just all around us, the flowers. And we thank you, Father God, for our marriage. We ask that you bless the ones who are having difficult times right now, Father God being financial, physical, spiritual, mental. It doesn't matter, Father God. We know when we hand it to you, all things are possible. We thank you for all that you do in your abundance of love. Amen. Amen.